Episode 3, Your New Identity. Welcome to Linda Brightman's podcast. I'm your host, Linda Brightman. God has called me to build and strengthen identity and to help you see yourself through God's eyes. Knowing your true identity and living in it affects personal relationships, business success, and ministry building, everything. This podcast is designed for all levels of Christians, for both new believers and leaders. So tune in each week and rewire your thought life and see yourself through God's eyes. Be sure to leave me a comment in iTunes so I know you are here, and you can visit me at lindabrightman.com. Now let's get started with today's show. I was still a rather young believer. Les and I, my husband and I, moved from uh, Idaho to Oregon. And I'm at a, in a vineyard church, and one day we had a guest speaker. His name is Harold Everly. At the end of the meeting, he was uh, ministering to individuals. And when it was my turn, he said, I see the word ruthless over your head. And he said, and I also see you kicking over chairs in the spirit realm, and the devil knows who you are. And then he said to me, who, who are you anyway? And we, you know, and a friendship developed. Okay, now, fast forward, uh, I don't know, it was about 40 months later, almost 40 months later, Les and I moved to the Denver area. And I'm invited to speak at a women's conference up in the mountains there west of Denver. So I'm going down the line praying for people. And I'm praying for a woman. And she just falls down on the ground. She's getting healed. But at the same time, I hear this all this noise, this big racket coming from the other end of the prayer line. And I say to her, just stay there. God is doing a work. Uh, don't worry about whatever is going on. The Holy, Holy Spirit is, is ministering and healing you. So that I go down to the other end of the line to see, and there is a full-blown demonic manifestation with a woman foaming at the mouth. And as soon as I approach her, it's like the word that Harold spoke, comes. some of it comes out of her mouth when she points at me, and then another voice says, I know who you are, and I'm going to kill you. And I think to myself, well, I must be doing something right. So, um, so I tell you this because here I am. I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm still kind of new at this. And, but the devil knows who I am, and the devil challenges you on your identity. He can. It's like in in the spirit realm, the demonic can see, can see. Uh, who you are in the sense that they know he knows you're a believer uh, and you become known um, and so my identity and our identity gets challenged all the time I mean Jesus was challenged in his identity ongoing I mean don't you think we will be too so I want I want to share with you a little bit about your new identity uh, your everything we say and everything we do is influenced by how we see ourselves. And that's identity, how we see ourselves. And with a brand new budding relationship with Christ, my accomplishments were no longer the basis for my worth. It's like a giant um, paradigm shift. 
and my self-perception ensued as I looked to God for answers. So seeing myself through God's eyes was a beautiful view. Nonetheless, I got to say I was challenged daily as old beliefs slapped me in the face. It's like, you know, when we're a new creation, the old is gone, the new has come, and the old man is dead in the grave. And so, but the old man keeps trying to come back to life. And, and sometimes, well, many times, we're the ones doing it. We try to resurrect the old dead man. And we go to the graveyard and dig him up, prop him on a chair, put him in our kitchen, and try to counsel our old self. Um, and I'm going to talk more about that probably in future podcasts because it really is kind of amusing the things that we do. Um, when we don't really, when we, we think we need to fix the old dead self when everything is truly made new. Okay, enough on that. So to grow solid in my identity, I, I knew I needed to learn what God said about me and I needed to believe it. I just couldn't, it wasn't like just read it. I had to believe it. And the only way to do this was to read his book, the Bible, and discover for myself what he said about my identity. As a new creation, I had a new identity to embrace. And so do you. Because I see it as the most significant battle in your Christian walk is the one for your spiritual identity. Every other battle hinges on it. The devil does not want you to believe who you are. And sure, you can know about God and all the mind-boggling truths he says about you, but the devil doesn't want you to believe it. And he certainly doesn't want you to act on it. He doesn't want you to do all the supernatural signs and wonders, heal the sick stuff. You know, he wants to keep you immobilized, thinking, I can't, that was Jesus, that's not me. But, and he, and he doesn't want you to speak it. So when you're, you know, when I'm posturing in my identity, and that means, again, when I'm speaking out loud who I am, it's not unusual for it's like my mind to fight me on it and say, this is stupid, you're bored, stop. Um, but it is, it really takes digging in your heels and saying, no, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And the words carry power. Because when you speak forth the word of God, that sharp sword, you become really dangerous. And you then you begin leading people to Christ and healing the sick and casting out demons and changing the world. So before Jesus carried out his mission, the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness and Satan challenged him. And he said to him, and this is how what he does with us. He says, he said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, uh, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you to guard you carefully. Well, as Satan repeatedly challenged Jesus' identity, his responses to the accusations were the same. It is written. It is written. It is written. It's that's in that he, in, he countered demonic accusations 
by proclaiming the truth and authority of the written word. And he just repeated what God the Father had long stated as undeniable, irrevocable truth. And here's the fact I want you to remember in this podcast about spiritual warfare. If Jesus was challenged on his identity, you can be assured that you will be challenged on your identity as well. Every day. As as you grow in the renewing of your mind and continue tearing down old mental strongholds, your response will become second nature as you proclaim it is written. So I refer to the authority of Scripture. Jesus referred to the authority of Scripture. And as you follow his lead, decreeing your identity from Scripture, tremendous authority will rise up in you. You know, honestly, there are times when I will feel, I don't know, discouraged, um, down. Yeah, I mean, I think discouraged attacks me more than feeling kind of down. Um, but I pick up my own book, actually, and I'll begin reading the posturing verses out loud and proclaim who I am to the atmosphere around me and to the atmosphere inside of me that I'm at war for, I'm warring over. And within, honestly, 20 seconds, I feel substantially better. I feel stronger. You know, I remember years ago, I had a dream and I was in someone else's home and she was a pastor with her husband of a church. And in the dream, I was I was her in the dream and I was on the floor in her living room and I felt myself being just pressed into the floor like uh, I couldn't move and I could hardly breathe. And I said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And it was in this voice that I could barely eke out the words. It was a tiny little pressed down, hard to breathe voice. But after I said it once, the second time I could say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper a little bit stronger. And then the third time I was even stronger. The fourth time I was, I, I was able to sit up. And the fifth time I was able to stand up. And I turned and looked and I saw an old woman uh, dressed in an old housewife kind of dress. And I looked at her and I asked her who she was. And she told me her name. And that was the end of the dream. So the next time I saw this pastor, I said, I told her of the dream and she recognized right away that I was her in the dream. Oftentimes God will put me inside of a person to feel what they feel and see how they see and he'll give me insight in how to minister. And then when I told her the name of the person, she knew exactly who it was from way back in her childhood. And, but my point of this story is speaking the word out loud does something, the power of the word that because it's living and active and carries such enormous power begins changing you on the inside and strengthens you uh, instantly and changes 
the environment around you so that 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 was trying to oppress you and suppress you, uh, you rise up and take authority over. And it all happens with speaking the word and speaking forth your new identity. So Jesus always referred to the authority of scripture and as we follow his lead, decreeing our identity from scripture, tremendous authority rises up. And then you embrace who you really are, the real you, your real identity. Knowing your real identity and believing it greatly impacts the way your destiny unfolds. I want to tell you, you are a man and a woman of destiny. And that the you God meant for you to be is bold and confident and tender and strong and the real you is stunningly courageous the real you is wildly loved you have gifts and abilities from god and he wants you to activate them you have a future and you have hope and you have a father who believes in you and will never abandon you your father is guiding your steps and giving you wisdom. And he works all things together for your good. I know believing what God says about us can be challenging, especially when we, for so many years, have had self-talk that is contrary. But the Bible says, and this is in Ephesians 4.23, it says in the Amplified, be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Be constantly re renewed. And that's, I'm telling you guys, all day, every day, even in the middle of the night. is, you know, it's like a constant um, talking to yourself and renewing your mind because you're replacing old mindsets with new mindsets. And it's like you can't it's if we fall backwards doesn't mean it never happens it happens to me and i just have got to pick myself up and even like i'll tell you the truth this morning i was breaking condemnation off of me because i thought you know i was just struggling and i thought here i am mighty woman of god dangerous women ministries and i was feeling just bad about myself. Okay, I don't set up camp there. It's okay. When you feel, um, you know, discouraged and you, you know, when the enemy comes in to cause you to feel bad about yourself, we feel that as leaders. It's important for us to be transparent to, so that you know, there's not that separation between uh, laity and leaders. It's like we're all followers of Christ. It's like some he has called to be in fivefold ministry to equip the saints, but we all wrestle with stuff. You know, I say about this podcast that it's for leaders as well as new believers because I've come across a lot of leaders who have big pockets that are broken and they don't have anybody to talk to. And I find this out because when I come in from the outside to minister at their conference, I find out, I spend time with the leaders and I find out about a lot of the struggles or I see it 
by the Spirit so that I can be able to speak into their lives and come alongside. But we all, we all wrestle with uh, our thought life. And um, so I want you to know that you're not solo in this. You're not flying solo. You're not the only one. We all deal with this. And changing our mental attitudes, it really, it, it, it means replacing old ways of thinking with new heavenly mindsets. And that is so constant because being renewed in the spirit of your mind requires patience and consistency. You know, I have a very, very, very close friend and sometime oh, over the past year, I have had a challenging year. My husband died about year and year and a half ago 15 months ago and so you know it's been i've been regrouping and there was one time when i had it it was just so difficult and challenging and my friend came to me and she said linda you need to go pick up your own book and read it out loud and she was right it's like i needed to i needed that you know that uh to gird myself up, to gird up the loins of my mind, as it says. So it takes a lot of consistency and breakthrough can happen in a moment, but it usually takes time and persistence. And um, we all have issues. We all have old junkie self-defeating thoughts that have to go. And the best way to d deal with them is to identify them and make a determined switch and replace them with the truth. When Many times a, a stronghold is established when a false belief has been allowed to remain. And so even though, like I'm, I'm telling you, advising you to uh, posture, we also need to confront, you know, posture by speaking the word, but we need to confront the spirit realm also by commanding the demonic spirit to let go of its hold and leave. And you've been given the authority to do this. You know, um, Jesus said, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall harm you. So there are, there's declarations, um, that you can speak that, um, are part of your transformation. And I'm going to share some of them again today with you, but ask him to give you revelation about these declarations, about what you have a difficult time believing. And uh, the first step toward living in our true identity is to take that definite posture and truths found in the Bible. So I'm going to read some of the verses that I've personalized, and um, you can, you know, proclaim them with me. I like to pace back and forth as I speak, but you might be in your car. So just do it a hundred percent. Try and say these after me. I know I go a little fast, but live in the power of God's perception of you. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, where am I going to start? The Holy Spirit lives in me. He reveals truth to me and enables me to do great things for God. I am confident that the good work God has begun in me will be completed. I will run the race. 
I will finish the course, and I will finish well. I am a saint, consecrated and set apart. I am forever free from the power of sin. I am free from any charge against me. I am complete in Christ. I bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim freedom to the captives, and release to the prisoners. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am redeemed. I am united with the Lord, having become one spirit with him. I am established, anointed, and sealed by God. Posturing in scripture is a vital part of renewing your mind. And sometimes when we declare, we make a declaration, we have a hard time getting the words out of our mouths because we're not fully believing the verse for ourselves and we are believing something contrary to the verse. So if you found that happening, just take it to God and say, please forgive me for believing this lie and not the truth of who you say I am. And I break the stronghold of that. And I agree. I, I, I choose to agree with who you say I am. Because you, beloved, you do not have to live with lies, no matter how long ago they were erected. So choose a verse. Choose a verse. Something that I said that you have difficulty difficulty believing and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the lie you accepted in its place because that lie kept you from believing that verse. Then once you have a revelation of the lie, ask God to forgive you for believing this lie and verbally break the agreement you've had with the lie. Just say, Lord, I'm sorry for believing the lie, this lie. It kept me from believing your word. In Jesus' name, I break my agreement with that lie. And you have begun dismantling a stronghold. Now, ask God to heal your heart where the lie came in. Okay, you guys, I love you. And I, I want to give you an opportunity to, if you haven't received Christ, receive, to receive him. Invite him into your heart. And if you've lost your way uh, and you, need to, you want to recommit your life to Christ, just ask him in your own words to come into my heart right now, Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross for me and forgive me for my sins. I want you as Lord and Savior of my life. So stay tuned for the podcast next week. Leave me a uh, leave me a comment in iTunes so that I know that you are here. And you can go to my website, lindabrightman.com, B-R-E-I-T-M-A-N.com. And you can opt in for identity decrees like what I just read you and receive a new uh, a video on your identity. And it is full of decrees also. And then um, come visit me uh, next podcast next week. Okay. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Linda Brightman's podcast. Please leave a comment on iTunes so we know you paid us a visit. And we'd love to connect with you. We love to connect with our audience. So please visit lindabrightman.com to opt in for your free identity decrees and video. See you next time.